The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Happy Friday, August 20th, everybody. We're back with another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I'm pleased to let everybody know that I made it through last week's Friday the 13th episode with only a few minor scratches. (laughs) This week, we go from spooks and shocks to jukebox. That's right, we're going to rock out a little bit with two of your favorite soap stars, one of whom is back for a second visit to Soap Central Live. But first, just a little bit of business. Since we're talking about rock this week, how about some of the casting news that rocked the daytime world earlier this week? I think there are three stories that come to mind. The first is Michael Sutton, who's set to reprise his role as Stone Cates on General Hospital next month. The Bold and the Beautiful has opted to replace Emmy winner Drew Tyler Bell in the role of Thomas Forrester, and an actress with connections to both of my guests this week, four-time Emmy winner Kim Zimmer, is headed back to One Life to Live to reprise the role of Echo. We'll talk about that a little bit more later in the hour, but for all the latest on those stories and, of course, recaps, story previews, character profiles, the message boards, and more, you can head over to SoapCentral.com. Now let's get on with the guests. As I mentioned, there are two guests this week. The first is a first-time visitor here to Soap Central Live. He's appeared in primetime and in films, but soap fans probably know Bradley Cole best for any of the four roles he's played on three different soaps. He's also a musician who will take to the stage in a few weeks to help raise money for the American Red Cross. Bradley, welcome to Soap Central Live. Thank you. Thanks for the nice intro. Let's bring on your co-guest. The second guest is a two-time Emmy winner, known for her roles on Guiding Light and One Life to Live. But, of course, regular listeners to the program remember that Gina Tonioni was a guest way back on Episode 6, and here we are at 32. Ooh. So I'm very happy to have her back. Gina, welcome back to So Hi. Live. Yes, I love what you're doing. Hi, everybody. All right, so I mentioned briefly at the top of the show, let's get this out of the way, that last week was Friday the 13th. Uh, it seems to be that a lot of actors are superstitious. So let me start with Bradley. Do you consider yourself superstitious in any way? Um, you know, I'm not really too superstitious. Uh, I like the Friday the 13th stuff. I never really got too concerned with that. Nothing really terrible has happened to me uh, as of yet. Uh, of course, now I know next Friday the 13th I, I'm probably creating bad karma. But no, I'm not really superstitious. <laughs> And, Gina, other than buying new furniture for your dressing room, which I think last time we determined was really just an excuse to go shopping, what about you? What about me? Um, Yeah, and I, I, you know, I I don't love the idea of superstition, but um, 
I, you know, if the salt falls, I throw it. If I point, I bite my finger. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I've never heard um, that one. I'm trying to think of anything else I do. Um, you know, the, you know, knock on wood, you know, find the closest piece of wood in case they like say, oh, this is great. There's been no traffic, you know, and my husband says, uh oh. <laughs> so I try to knock on wood. A little bit. Yeah, I'm Italian, isn't that? I think that comes with the territory. <laughs> now, for a first-time guest, I'd like to do something that I call the soap connection. It's mm-hmm. just sort of a few questions to sort of figure out everybody's path to daytime. So, Bradley, when did you know that you wanted to be an actor? Oh, uh, God, you know, I, I started in school plays and... And like everybody, I, I you know I really enjoyed that. And uh, but I didn't really get serious about it until uh, I was in college and I was playing baseball uh, at Pepperdine University and I had injured myself. And on a lark, uh, a fellow a teammate in, uh, of mine tried out for the uh, the school production, which was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And uh, the director must have liked what she saw, and uh, I ended up getting uh, the lead in the play and, and then uh, had uh, a lot of success with it and ended up studying uh, acting at that point. And, uh, and it was really at that point that I really thought, oh, maybe I, I could pursue this. So what was it that you wanted to be when you were growing up? Well, I, I, I really had wanted to play baseball, and that's what I was doing at Pepperdine, and I really, that was my, my great dream was to, to, to play professional uh, baseball, but that uh, didn't pan out, and uh, so what, uh, what didn't work in one area led me to another. Gina, somehow I think you escaped these questions on your last visit, so I'll turn them over to you. <laughs> uh, well, um, it was in high school as well. Uh, and got involved with a cabaret group, and uh, I fell into it. It wasn't something that I went after at all. Uh, actually, I was going to go to journalism school at Emerson in Boston. That was the plan. And uh, met my manager, my future manager, uh, in a sort of summer vacation in Florida. Uh, I did a pageant, and it was during the summer. And... Um, you know, he's just a great guy, Vincent Cerencion, and we talked about it, and we said, you know, why don't we go for it? He said, hey, did you ever act before? And I said, not really, a little bit in high school. And on a whim, uh, I decided to defer uh, you know, my entrance to Emerson. I was supposed to go to school that fall, and I deferred it for a year, and I uh, had this agreement with my parents. I said, you know, if something happens within a year that's encouraging, then I'll stick with it. If not, I'll go back to school. And I had a really good year, so I stuck with it, and the rest is history. And then i got to guess uh, another question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Were you soap fans before you joined the daytime community, or was it something that maybe a family member was a soap fan or maybe no soap fans at all? Actually, that's a really good question, Bradley. Were you a big soap uh, fan? Well, no, I, I can't say that I was. I, when I was in high school, uh, I have a younger sister who was a huge General Hospital fan, and I have to admit that uh, I would come home at lunchtime and she'd be uh, watching that, and uh, I ended up watching that, and that was doing, during the Luke and Laura days. And uh, so, I, you know, I watched a bit of that, but I, I can't really say that I was a soap fan, and I, 
had no idea what I was getting into when I when I first uh, joined Guiding Light uh, all those years ago. But uh, yeah, so I did kind of get a taste for it uh, with my sister watching General Hospital back in the day. Um, I was a big Reva fan. I remember Reva. I remember Mindy and Rick and you know the Bauer Barbecue. I remember all of that. And then, you know, I, I sort of started studying and kind of went off and did my own thing, like 21, 22, 23. And then, you know, life happens, and I found myself a guiding light. It was pretty wild. I told Kim Zimmer that, and I, and, and I oddly didn't offend her. <laughs> she, didn't get, she didn't get too offended. I said, I watched you growing up. <laughs> well, we talk about guiding light, and I guess it would be sort of, hard to not talk about the fact that we're coming up here on the one-year anniversary of the final episode airing. Does oh, it yeah. feel like it's been a year since you've wrapped production? Uh, well, let's see. When was our last episode? It was in 2009 in August, September. Was it, Bradley? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it, it does. It's right around the corner. It does, you know, part of me is like it's yesterday, but the other part is, you know, uh, it's sort of hard to let go, but at the same time you, you kind of want to not think about it too much because yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's too painful sometimes to thinking about all the people that you miss and the, and the great times that, that you had. But um, yeah. it does seem like a year ago, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, and... But on t- on top of that, you know, just also seeing as the world turns finish up, uh, that that to me really blew me away. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's enough to see guiding light. It was just so painful, and then to see as the world turns as well, such a shift. And it really, I mean, I don't think I'm the only one. It just it feels like there really is a shift going on in daytime, and. Um, you know, I think that you have a lot of folks that enjoy what they do and are proud of what they do, and I'm I'm one of them for sure, and I know Bradley is too. Mm. Um, so hopefully we won't see any more changes like that. <laughs> do you think, uh, we'll start with Bradley for this one, do you think that there's so much talk and everybody's weighing in, and I admit I've weighed in myself on more than one mm-hmm. occasion, that soap operas are, are in a decline. Others argue that it's not. It's sort of a... A strong surviving. I'm just sort of wondering, what's your take? Do you think that soap operas are passe? I, I just think it's uh, it's shifting, and uh, you know, there are soap operas in different shapes and sizes now. If you go on the internet, there are so many different types of soap operas. There, there, are, there are soap operas and nighttime soaps. There, there's soaps everywhere. Uh, you know, what we're talking about daytime dramas as it has been since you know. The 50s, or, or you know, or the way it is now, is uh, obviously you know declining. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a lot of feedback here. I, are you guys hearing that? Oh, no. yeah, Hello. I hear it on your phone. Oh, Hello. Better. We can hear you. Yeah, we can hear I you. I hear an echo. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe you better get somebody else to talk. Okay, Gina, uh, we'll turn it over well, to you. Well, basically, while Bradley gets his phone, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can hear the echo, too. Um, yeah, but just to kind of extend on that, yeah, it's not, it's not the 80s. You know, I mean, a lot of us kind of say that, hey, it's not the 80s, but um, there is so much rich storytelling going on um, because there is such a focus in keeping your audience. This is what I get on a day-to-day basis. We want to keep our audience. 
we want to keep them engaged mm-hmm. and certainly give them what they want, you know, eventually to, you know, find out what do you want, you know, and what do you like. And it's just, it, it is an exciting time to be an actor on a, on a soap opera because, first of all, you're working so fast. Yeah. So you just feel so sharp. Uh, often when you're there three to four to five days a week because you're you're really working so hard. Everybody is on every level, whether it's sound or camera or production. Everybody is working harder um, for obvious reasons, whether they're economical, uh, you know, whatever. But it's, it, it's pretty wild. So when you get a break, it's nice. <laughs> when you're in it, you're in it. We're going to talk, you were mentioning... Uh, keeping the audience engaged, and, and yeah. certainly there have been some storylines that both of you have been involved in that have definitely kept the audience engaged. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. We're going to make sure that uh, Bradley's echo is gone. Uh, maybe it's Echo de Savoy. Uh, and we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, Soap fans, welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I'm joined this week by Bradley Cole and Gina Tonioni. And don't forget that you can call in and be part of the show. The number is 866-472-5788. It's toll-free. If you get on the lines now, we'll try to take as many calls as possible during the remainder of the hour. But before we went to break, we were talking a little bit about guiding light and some other things. So let's go back to the fact Bradley, you sort of secondhand watched General Hospital, and fast forward uh, a couple of years here, and you actually were a member of the General Hospital family. Yeah, yeah, was it, that, uh, that was that was so fun. Uh, when I first came out here, they they called me up and uh, asked me if I would be interested in doing this uh, this part. Uh, uh, Warren Bauer, who is uh, this real despicable <laughs> uh, <laughs> lawyer type, and uh, who was just a, a very harsh uh, father, and anyway, obviously had a screw loose because he sort of just went berserk and started shooting at people on the show. <laughs> in General Hospital, of course, in the hospital, I'm shooting people. No way! Did you shoot? Did you actually make contact? Did you shoot somebody? Oh, yeah, I was just went in there and started shooting people. Yeah. Ow! <laughs> so is it safe to say you're not coming back, or did they leave it open-ended? Oh, they, they pretty much uh, put a bullet right through my heart. So uh, <laughs> I know they say you're never dead in soap opera, but uh, maybe I can come back as the, you know, the, 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 good, the good brother who wants revenge or something. But, oh, no, I think goodness. Warren is pretty, pretty well. I mean, you know, when you take a bullet in the heart, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You can't really. Well, yeah, I guess you can reverse anything. I saw you. I saw. I turned it on one day and I saw you. Oh yeah. You were horrible. Okay. Yep. That was horrible, right? No. Well, you were actually you were sort of just stating the case. Uh, but you were cleanly shaven. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Uh, it was, you know, like, like you said, Dan. I mean, I, after having watched it all those years ago, there I was, you know, performing it. Uh, and uh, I met Anthony Gary uh, in in the uh, hallways there, and uh, uh, of course worked with Maurice and and all and all the guys over there. So and I saw Laura Wright, who I worked with for many years on Guiding right. Light, and it was just it was just great. And a lot of the crew and a lot of the uh, the, the the directors I knew. So it was uh, you know it's a it's a small world and and it's, and a tightly knit business that we're in. So. Wherever you go, you inevitably will see familiar faces, and it was just a lot of fun. I think it's, it's interesting for, uh, I guess, soap viewers and in the media. Soaps still seem to tackle a lot of issues that are serious and controversial, even outside of the, the soapiness of it all. Uh, with the General Hospital run, you had the story of abuse. There was gun violence. 
Yeah. What is it about soaps? Uh, we'll turn it to Gina. What's it about soaps that makes them so readily able to address the serious issues more so than maybe any other form of entertainment? Well, drama, drama, drama. I mean, you know, but also I think they're, they're in people's living rooms every single day, which it's not, you know, it's really like a living show. You know, every single day you see these people and you connect with them. And you have the high drama, and it's kind of it's you. It's always wonderful to see a real life issue, because it falls so nicely on the canvas, in my opinion. When you have sort of the overtop, and then you have the real, you know, heavy storyline, and then you might have something that's a little lighter, uh, different age ranges. So I think they really try to encompass a real town, you know, and, and different age ranges and people and different types, so that it's so similar to the way we live our life every day. You know, it gives something people to relate to, it something for them to relate to, rather, uh, is what I always hear. You know, I hear that constantly, and especially with Guiding Light leaving, because Bradley and I had the pleasure of kind of popping around, whether it was Pittsburgh or where else did we go, Bradley? Oh, gosh, we went to uh, yeah, a bunch of places. A bunch of places. Like in the South, we went into, uh, you know, we went... Uh, the Gulf Coast, I think. Gulf Coast, yeah. I mean, we really took some time and said goodbye to people, and they said goodbye to us, and we just kept hearing, you got us through so much, you know, hmm. your story, and whether it was Reva's story or, you know, Bradley, when he was playing Richard, whatever it was, you, know, you just, you, we entertained people, and that's awesome to know that that's what we're doing for folks every day. Well, we actually have one of those fans on the line who wants to uh, give a little talk to you guys. It's Julia from down south, Georgia. Julia, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Gina. Hi, Bradley. <laughs> hey, Hi. Julia. Um, I can honestly say I saw you both when you were both on Guiding Light. Um, I didn't watch all of Guiding Light, but I do remember a lot of your storylines. I remember, Bradley, when you were Richard and you were romancing Cassie and you married Cassie and you adopted <laughs> Tammy and, you know, and all of that. And I remember you, Gina, when, when they initially locked your character up and then they let her back out and then she married, you know, eight, you know, she married and, you know, and she raised a lot of hell and she did a lot of weird things. So, yes. I do remember the both of you from Guiding Light. Uh, my question is for Gina. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching you on One Life to Live. Yeah. And I can uh, and I can honestly say I really like Kelly. I really oh, good. Do. I thought you were going to say and I really hate her. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you're saying that. Good. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like her choice of you know of what she did and how she, and how she had a child and everything. I right. didn't agree with that. But, I mean, when you fall in love with somebody, you fall in love with somebody. You, your heart decides who you fall in love with, not, exactly. you know, not who you're married to. So. I know. When I got to the show and I found that out that uh, I had a son with my husband's, my ex-husband's br- uh, brother's son, it was the most convoluted. It was so tough to make sense of it. It's but, like how you recognize um, We do a pretty that. good job of it. Yeah, and and I think you've played it very well. Yeah. Um, my question is this. This whole Eli Manning, Bennett Thompson, yeah. it's just gotten really weird. I mean, is he Bennett Thompson? Is he Eli Manning? I mean, he's romancing Blair. I mean, it's just that whole thing and how you caught on to him so quickly, or at least your character has, it's just it kind of got me going, wow, that was fast. 
yeah, I mean, I pretty I, much had it figured out from the get-go. I mean, I thought you? through the swabs. I, yeah, you know, I think that thing. a lot of people were so uh, surprised that Eli was capable of such trickery. Um, and I think I mean, we're kind of getting down to, I mean, to it was we're, we're, we're to heading me. into the double wedding with Blair and Eli and, and uh, David and Dorian. That's sort of what we're going into next. Um, do you really think he's fun. going? From do you what think I understand, it's going people to be are revealed. Do you think Kelly's going to blow him out of the water? <laughs> well, I certainly think that she um, loves telling the truth. I mean, I really do think that's what I love about Kelly is that she sort of <laughs> sort of lightens up. She sort of really glows when when she's seeking the truth, and and she um, knows. What I like she that. Knows, but yet she can't get John to really listen. That's exactly. No really one listens me. to me because I'm like back in town only six months. <laughs> well, thank you, Julia. We want to make sure that we have time to get to everybody. So thank you for okay. calling. Thank you. Thank you, Gina. We have ooh, about a minute or so to take one quick call. Let's do Elaine from Massachusetts. Elaine, we only have about a minute, so we're going to have to make it a little short here. You're on with Bradley and Gina. Hi, Bradley. Hi, Gina. Hi, Elaine. Hi, both. I had the pleasure of meeting you, Bradley, when you were in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun. Uh-huh. And I have to tell you, every single one of you was so gracious and patient and wonderful with your fans, and that is what we remember from Guiding Light because it was one of those few shows on television that I feel had such substance and such wonderful talent. And Gina, I missed you when you were in when you were in Pennsylvania and some of the other places. I would have loved to have met you. Oh, me too. Those were, that was such a fun time to say goodbye, and yet it was a little bittersweet. But we could not believe the amount of love and support that came out of those weekends. Right, Bradley? I mean, we, it was just so many people. Yeah, it was just uh, it was great it was awesome. to see everybody and be able to do that. Do yeah. you have a quick question I, that we can get into later before the break? I do. I just wanted to know, what was your favorite story um, line, both you and Gina, um, whether it be together or separately, what did you like most about Guiding Light, um, one of your stories? Go ahead, Bradley, you first. Well, I, I loved when Gina first came on the show. Uh, uh, I don't know if you remember this, Gina. Uh, on, and they had you tied up, I mean, literally chained up, and Jeffrey was going to, to go get you and recruit you. And that was, I think, the first day you worked with was with me, and um, yeah. and the the, the uh, director had it set up so that you had this chain, and you came at me like a wild animal, and then the chain stopped you like within an inch of my face, <laughs> and they had you all like you know completely you know covered in soot and everything, and you were that. and you were fantastic, and then of course we. We had uh, we we tangoed. I don't know if you remember that too. Yes, uh, uh, I remember and, uh, we that. To, we did we tango. Remember the tango that lessons? So I remember, remember doing that, and I think we managed to pull it off. Anyway, that was a lot of fun. We yeah, I'm I'm right with you. Um, loved playing with Bradley. I also loved Dinah and Mallet. Loved that. You know, uh, Rob Bogue uh, is one of the funniest people I have ever worked with. Um, you know, he was just a blast. Uh, so I remember those days. And then towards the end, I got to work with Kim a little bit, which was really fun. You know, oh, it was just really kind of neat to share a scene. Maybe I'll get to it one life to live soon. Thanks, wow. Elaine, for calling. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, Elaine. Bye-bye now.
we're going to share a few more memories, and we're, of course, going to take some more calls. But for now, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just a bit. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and I'm here this week with Bradley Cole and Gina Tonioni, and we're chatting about all kinds of stuff. Uh, One of the things I think we have to talk about is... How One Life to Live has uh, a really strong guiding light influence at the moment. Yeah. Let's start with, uh, of course, the big news that Kim Zimmer is going back to One Life to Live as Echo. What a name. Yeah. Uh, what's it like, Gina, to be sort of reunited with all of these guiding light people? You know, I just had a scene with Jerry Verdorn, who plays Clint uh, in Landview, uh, and it was so much fun having a scene with him. I have always liked working with him. Um, he just brings a real cool energy. Um, very comfortable. Uh, you can have a little bit more fun sometimes when you're not worried about the other stuff and just let it fly, and that was a fun day. Um, I haven't worked with Kim yet as Echo, um, so that'll be fun. But I think just kind of having her presence 
on the set is really great. Um, and I know that she's such she's such a team player that you know she gets in there. She really likes what she does. So I I think it's just going to be great. I think the natural question, I'm sure, Gina, you probably have this question as well, is with all of these guiding light people showing up in Landview. Right, and Inez, that's I, uh, Jessica Lachia Malloy, um, who used to play Natalia on Guiding Light. And uh, Terrell Tilford was on uh, a bunch mm-hmm. of whiles ago, and, of course, Sandra Santiago, and even uh, Cassie mm-hmm. DePaiva mm-hmm. used to be on Guiding Light. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah. one person maybe who's who's missing that would probably be somebody on the other line with us bradley yeah bradley <laughs> i said bradley you come now you're gonna come over to lambview and okay. have a scene with you guys, kelly you guys work and that out okay and uh and, uh, and i'll do it <laughs> yeah, exactly i think we can maybe make it happen okay we'll work on it but now everybody has got to come out to this concert yes bradley is so rocking in a few weeks it's coming up i can't even believe it October We've got 9th. The, the charity rock show coming up. Um, and Kim is going to perform in that, right, Bradley? Yeah. Uh, can we talk about that now? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah exactly. okay. I don't well, want to be jumping the uh, It's something we've been doing for, it's to benefit the Red Cross, and we've been doing it. This is our sixth uh, annual show, and it's, uh, it's so much fun. Usually we have a theme. This year it's the, the music of the 80s. Ooh, and uh, we have... Uh, great performers, Kim Zimmer, Robert Newman, Mandy Bruno, uh, Michael Park, uh, and Trent Dawson from As the World Turns. We have Kristen mm-hmm. Alderson from your show, yes. Tina, Brittany Underwood, David Gregory, and Sandra yes. Santiago. So we have all these great people. We're going to do music from the 80s. It's all to benefit uh, the Red Cross, and there's also going to be an auction and a cocktail before the show where we'll have actually two of the final scripts from As the World Turns that will be signed by all the actors, and apparently there's only like eight or nine of those that exist. So wow. that will be one of the great things great. that we're auctioning. And there will be uh, actors attending. And uh, if you want to find out all about this and if you want to attend, uh, go to rockshowforcharity.org, rockshowforcharity.org, or go to Gina's website or my website or any of the actors' website, and you can probably get a, um, uh, a link from there. And on that website, you will be on rockshowforcharity.org. You'll be able to see a list of auction items, actors that are attending. There'll be travel deals. If you want to go to New York, you can find it all that there. You can buy the tickets on there also. So please come and support us. It's going to be a great show. That's October 9th, and it'll be in New York City at the Red Cross headquarters. And Gina has been helping me out with this for years, and this year she is going to be hosting the event. Right, Gina? Yes, I'm going to be hosting and introducing the musical talent and uh, having a good time. And then I'm going to bring the tambourine out, and hopefully you'll let me play with you. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be right, singing? You're, tambori- you're our resident tambourinist. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. And when our little uh, farewell to Guiding Light, I did that as well across the country with my tambourine. Actually, Gina is a very talented pianist, too. But uh, 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 anyway, we're, we're going to have a great time. Please come out and... Uh, yeah, it'll be a nice way to say goodbye too to some folks from As the World Turns. I think it's kind of neat because we're it's kind of neat. It's a bit it's a bit of a fusion of uh, of daytime folks, which is kind of yeah. Neat it's from all year. these different shows, yeah, uh, but yeah. the, you know it, this is the One Life to Live fan weekend, so there will be a right. lot of One Life to Live uh, fans there already. Yeah, and, I hope, uh, so. I hope so. that they uh, they come out for that. I I'm, I will uh, let everybody know during the luncheon on Saturday. Two things. First, was Kristen Alderson even around in the 1980s? I, I feel yeah, like exactly. So young. 
And the second, I want to let folks know, if they're going to be in the New York area on October 9th, we're going to do something and give them a chance to win some tickets to the 6th Annual Rock Show for Charity. So this is your chance. What you need to do is simply head over to SoapCentral.com slash rock. It's really simple. And tell us what your favorite 80s song is and maybe why it's your favorite. You can enter between now and how about the end of the month, between now and August 31st, and we're going to pick one winner who will get a pair of tickets to the show. So if you're going to be in New York, it's, again, it's October 9th, head over to SoapCentral.com slash rock, and there's information for you there. Just fill it out, and you'll be entered to win. So that'll be sort of fun. That's awesome. Since we're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I just say a quick thing about the Red Cross. You know, it's such an important organization. Uh, they are normally the first responders, uh, uh, you know, that arrive at emergencies. Uh, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, they provide all kinds of things, food, shelter, health services uh, for thousands and thousands of people that are uh, affected by these emergencies. And the donations, you know, even $1 can, can buy a five, eight, uh, buy five eight-ounce bottles of drinking water, for example. If they're, uh, wow. A $10 donation can provide two warm meals for someone who has lost their home or, or, or has been in a fire. Anyway, the, you can see all that information about what your donations can provide, and it's very important, and it's a very worthy organization, and uh, we really appreciate the support. Mm-hmm. And, of course, for those who aren't able to get to New York in time, you can still make a donation to the American Red Cross on their website. You can do it in someone's name. You can even do it in, in honor of your favorite soap star, so feel free to go and do that as well. Awesome. Since we, we mentioned that to win the tickets, you have to uh, tell us what your favorite 80s songs are. I mix, uh, let's pose that question to both of you. Bradley, what's one of your favorite 80s songs? Well, you know, uh, I, it's such a wide uh, variety, you know, it, that there was so much different type of music that was coming out. I'm really sort of rock-oriented, and uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan was big in the 80s, so I love all that Stevie Ray Vaughan music. Uh, Billy Idol, uh, who I'm trying to get Michael Park to do. Uh, there's, uh, you know, there's, just, there's so much. U2 is one of my favorite groups of all time. Uh, so those are, those are three right there that I just, uh, I, I just love. I don't know about you, Gina. Um, Duran Duran, relax. <laughs> I remember that. I just love them. Um, Yaz, Erasure, uh, Belinda Carlisle, Go Go's, uh, you know, Journey. Yeah. I mean, this like, and what was so cool is that we were growing up. I I grew up in the eighties, and I, you know, I turn around today and I look at some of the fashion or these remakes of these songs that are, you know, eight old 80 covers. And it's like, oh, my God, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an adult, but it's like I just like, what the heck? That's, it's amazing how the 80s are back now and stronger than ever in so many ways. Everyone's got Ray-Bans on. <laughs> it's just funny. It's funny how it's all turning around. We have another caller. We actually have a lot of callers. Let's quick go to Arizona and bring on Denise. Denise, you're on Soap Central Live. What is your favorite 80s tune? Oh, God, my favorite 80s tune. <laughs> um, I loved Rick Springfield, and that just outed me as a complete dork, but I absolutely loved Rick Springfield, so I say probably... <laughs> oh, <Rick> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> great. You know, I mean, that guitar was amazing. <laughs> so, 
Um, I I wanted to uh, say thank you to both of you for being on the show. Um, Bradley, I had the chance to meet you and see you perform at the GL event in Vegas, which was just a lovely experience. Oh, and thank Gina, you. I got to meet you at the Venice event a couple of oh, months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We had we had a little conversation, and um, I I wanted to say that I I love what you've been doing on One Life to Live. I think the the screwball comedy stuff that you've been doing with the murder mystery has really been a lot of fun. Oh, really okay. been enjoying that. Yeah, and, um, and you know, it's usually with Dinah. You know, when I when I played Dinah Guiding Light, um, she was so heavy. So it's kind of nice that Kelly's a little lighter. And then, but she also has the capability of going deep too. So they keep me kind of doing everything. I'm glad that you're liking the light stuff and uh, the dark stuff. What, what's there? I, I know that it's uh, it gets even darker in the next few weeks. Yeah, I, I've what only you're been seeing. watching for a month or so, but it's it's been really um, interesting to see the balance of the character and get to see both sides of what you're doing and and yeah. how all the characters Thanks. interrelate. Say that again. How all the characters interrelate, um, you know, the connections. I, I watched the show back in the 80s, so it's kind of um, odd yeah. for me to be back at it again now, you know, almost 30 years later. But uh, seeing some of those relationships and how they've deepened and grown over the years has really been fascinating to me. Oh, thanks, thanks for watching. You know, thanks for coming back. I guess You're welcome. Everything um, uh, in the yeah, 80s is back. Denise, yes. thank you so much for giving a call in. Thank you. Bye. We're going to head up. I-95 and go to Massachusetts. Bonnie, you're on the air. Hi, thanks, Dan. And Gina. Hi, Kelly. I mean, hi. I'm Gina. I'm sorry. That's okay. And hi, Richard. Um, my, I'm really a question. is what Dean said earlier, how to bring his character to One Life to Live. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. If you have any ideas, either for Kelly or Echo. What's that? What about bringing Kelly a long-lost love that she had an affair with in England oh. and have Richard come back and be a love interest for you. For, for uh, that, that, me or Echo, you mean? Huh? Me <laughs> or Echo, right? Yes. But I think yeah. uh, hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. If the um, writers are listening you know, now. I, just, I think because there's been so many changes in the last six months to the year, but in daytime in general, mm-hmm. um, I think there's going to be a lot of an interesting turns and in, in oh. additions to shows. Um, there's certainly folks out there that have favorites, and, you know, we'll see. I, I just think it's amazing already when I, I, I see Jerry Vadorn and I see Jessica uh, Lachia, and I just, it's amazing, you know, and now Kim. I mean, I, it's just I don't know. I think it's good either way. I think, I think it's, it's phenomenal thing. for you guys. I yeah. mean, it's like it's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not. It's an awesome thing. It's like if it's like guiding like me to one life to live. Yeah, I know. Well, I've and, said that. I've joked, but I, you know, I have to be careful with what I say. <laughs> oh, I know that, but it's like you know, I know it's like wow. Landview is you know. I know. Hey, let me tell you. When we went to Vegas, when we went to Pittsburgh, Bradley, I was blown away by the power. Of the Guiding Light fans. I mean, they are a real presence. And I'll tell you, we would be very lucky to have, uh, you know, a quarter of that. You know, just, it's, it's fabulous. So uh, we welcome it. Well, thank you, Bonnie, for calling well, and being you. part I want to say, I am still stuck in the 80s. Um, <laughs> That's okay. If I had to the 80s song right now, it would probably be Notorious by Duran Duran. Ah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you, Bonnie. Thank you guys Thanks, so Bonnie. much. Bye, you guys take care. We're coming up here on our last break. The hour is almost up. We'll be back with 
more questions, more talk about music, and maybe time for another couple of calls. So stay tuned for more of Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. You know, we get sort of caught up here in talking about all things soap, but for some soap fans out there, they may not know that Bradley Cole is also a musician who's released four studio albums and a live album. The latest album, A Human Thing, is actually now available on iTunes, so don't forget to go over there and check it out since we're talking about music. Bradley, what are some of your... Actually, let's go back even further than that. What was the first album that you remember buying? Uh... I remember the first one that I w- could not stop playing because I, I have a distinct memory of my father uh, screaming from outside, <laughs> who the hell keeps playing those damn Beatles? 
And it was the, it was Meet the Beatles, and I, and uh, I had discovered it and kept playing it over and over and over and over again. And uh, th- that's my first vivid memory of uh, of you know the, putting the the record on and and uh, and being so you know blown away by music. Gina, what about you? He's an incredible musician, folks. He really is. You're amazing. Thanks. You are. For me, I I went to a Bruce Springsteen concert. That was my first recollection of sort of getting involved with music and just thinking, boy, this cat is cool. Um, And Billy Joel, Mm -hmm. and um, just being blown away by by Billy Joel and the way that he would play the piano and sing and just kind of do it all. And I guess the hardest of the questions that I'm going to ask today, hopefully it's the hardest of the questions, Bradley, if you could perform on stage with any one musical act, who would it be? Well, it would have to be uh, Paul McCartney. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. That would be something that would just be incredible. Just a a random aside that we've been talking about on the show, I was actually... uh, sort of stuck in an elevator with Paul McCartney over the weekend here in Philadelphia. No, uh, are you kidding me? Not quite, but we, we took a ride down. He was on his way to a concert here in Philadelphia. Uh, I had gone in. Uh, I was actually going to the spa of all places. Um, <laughs> and we had a, a few words. And, his, and you didn't have my record and you didn't give him my record? Come on, Dan. <laughs> I was, I, well, who goes into an elevator and expects to see Paul McCartney there? But, um, That's pretty cool. He asked where I was going, and I said I was going to the spa, and he looked at me and said that uh, I was lucky because some of us poor chaps have to work for a living. Which, <laughs> uh, Great. I laughed. He got off uh, at, the, at the ground floor, and I was just like, what? Paul McCartney. What just crazy. happened? Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's not about me. Let's go back to <laughs> No, hey, look, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> Great story. Let's go back to talking about you. There's one question, Gina, that popped up that surprised me. It came in from a couple of people, and they said that you're incredibly buff and look like you could take on just about anybody. Do you work out? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I can vouch uh, for that. You got to be careful. You got to, you know, give Gina a wide berth because she will kick your tail. <laughs> That's right. Come on. Um, thank you. Um, I think uh, yes, I do work out, and it's all Pilates. A lot of Pilates, but I tell you, you know, as you get older, I love food, I love to eat, so I always have to keep moving, or I just, you know, doesn't go in the right places as you get older, so I constantly have to keep moving just to even feel better, you know. It's def- I'm definitely at a place now where I don't uh, work out to necessarily look good as much as I'm doing it to, like, really just feel good mentally. Uh, I just notice such a difference when I do work out and when I don't. And I love Pilates. Uh, for anybody out there who can go to a Pilates class, a mat class, whatever, I just really, I love it. I think it's a great philosophy. What about, since we all fall into it, and we'll go back to Bradley, uh, favorite snack food or junk food indulgence? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, whoever invented ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it has to be given, I mean, that is like, like I could eat gallons and gallons of ice cream and never be satisfied. What? Yeah, me too. Love it. 
love it. And any um, flavor, really. Like, and I have, butter to eat nice, I have to like go to sorbet because you know the real deal is just too decadent. But I'll go for that. <laughs> I bought a box of you know the skinny cow mm-hmm. uh, ice cream sandwiches the other day. They're gone. <laughs> I don't care if it said skinny cow. Oh, I think that was the problem because it said skinny cow. <laughs> All right, there's one left, I think. Okay, that's not such a uh, well. It's not a bad thing. The show makes me hungry, so I, I find that we always end up talking about food somewhere right along on. the way. Now, let's also before we run out of time here. Both of you are on the internet, either be it on Twitter or on Facebook. How important is it? to be able to have that ready access, to be able to, to sort of communicate with your fans all over the place so easily. Yeah, I mean, that's just, Bradley, you, you, kinda, you have a great website, Brad. Well, thanks. I mean, I, I, it's something that's, that's constantly evolving, uh, the, the Internet. And I just read an article recently about how the Internet is dead because, uh, because of apps and how we're all, uh, we're, we're, we have our Twitter accounts. And uh, it, it's just amazing what is happening in cyberspace. And, uh, you know, I, my immediate gut reaction when all this was evolving was, I can't deal with it, I can't deal with it, but I, I really uh, enjoy it now, and I, and I do have a Twitter account, and uh, I try to, <laughs> to to tweet as much as I can, but uh, I, I'm just fascinated by the whole thing, and uh, I really like yeah. it. Uh, you know, yeah, I second that. I mean, it's uh, it really is a way to kind of get in touch with people that, you know, you just really thought you might be out of touch with the rest of your life, whether you went to high school or college with them. Um and, I, you know, I'm definitely, uh, you know, a bit timid when it comes to it, and I don't really post a whole lot. And if I do, uh, it's Facebook. So I love kind of reading what the fans have to say on Facebook, and I definitely look at as much as I can, and then I'll, I'll comment on uh, sometimes other people's comments, and uh, that's it. And it's just, I, I dig it, I, I, but I'm slow. I'm slow to digging it. I don't know why. Probably because I'm pretty private. You know, yeah, it could be that. It's also a huge time commitment. You know, you, you've, yeah. you've really got it. It takes you've got to devote the time, and yeah, that's, uh, is, that's something exactly. we don't always have. Which is why we are so appreciative of you spending the last hour with us here on Soap Central Live. Thanks to both of you for dropping by. Oh, thanks for thanks having, for us, having Dan. us, Dan. I hope that you enjoyed your time here, and I hope that everyone out there will be sure to go to the 6th Annual Rock Show for Charity to benefit the American Red Cross. It will, of course, again be held Saturday, October 9th in New York City. For more information and to find out how to get your tickets to the event, head on over to rockshowforcharity.org, or you can also go to nomadicmusic.com. It's N-O-M-A-D-I-C music.com. And, of course, we have links and additional information on soapcentral.com and soapcentral.com slash radio. And don't forget to check out Gina every day on ABC's One Life to Live. If you miss an episode, you can catch same-day repeats on SoapNet, and you can also now watch entire episodes online at abc.com. And if you want history, don't forget to check out 15 years of One Life to Live recaps over on SoapCentral.com. Yes. I'm Dan Kroll. I'll be back here again next week with another special guest, possibly from One Life to Live. Stay tuned. And I hope that you'll all be here, too for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live.
Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.